Coming up this week on Kings of the Rings podcast, it rained, it poured, but nothing can stop a show of shows. We review a two-night WrestleMania spectacular and the potential fallout from that show. Plus, we find out if NXT did indeed stand and deliver, and oh yeah, we also might be on the move ourselves. So make sure you watch your step going down the ramp because it's Kings of the Rings podcast exclusively on WrestleAttic Radio, and it starts right now. gentlemen to a spectacular post wrestlemania show of kings of the rings podcast exclusively here on wrestleatic radio live right now on twitter on twitch on youtube and my personal facebook if you haven't my name is king ricky rose host of the kings of the rings podcast gm of wrestleatic radio alongside willie t and k murphy we're gonna find out if nxt and WWE stood and delivered throughout all of the random acts of God, and if Mandy Rose ever got off the entrance ramp. But before we get into all that, Willie T, how are you doing? You're looking, you're, you're looking like a little Miss Bliss today. A little Miss Bliss, yeah. I forgot I had this shirt, but um, that is that I is just it this kind of it kind of I is what it is. Uh, if I if I kind of forgot we were recording today, otherwise I would have changed because, man, that segment was awful. But other than that, WrestleMania was pretty damn good. About exactly what I expected. Um, but other than that, you know. I, I'm just, I'm in a weird mood today, so we're gonna see what happens. Kay Murphy, try and cheer me up, please. Um, I'm also in a weird mood today. Great. So. <laughs> oh, it's gonna um, be a weird show, isn't it? It's gonna, it's gonna, be, be, a, weird it's gonna be a weird show. And oh, I'm not that high yet. Oh, so you're like, you need, you're need you trying to get there is what you're telling me? Yeah, I'm very focused right now and very serene and in a bad mood. So like, I don't do you, feel rambunctious. Do you wanna talk about it? Do, do you? Absolutely not. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. Uh, We're going to talk about this at a break. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's one of those? Sort of. Oh, oh. Oh, boy. Weird can be good. Thank you, Kavita. Shout out to Kavita, uh, my new favorite photographer. (laughs) <laughs> and our Patreon member, Kavita. So, hi, how are you? So, let's let's just not BS anymore, but let's get right into it. WrestleMania, the show of shows, was another two-night spectacular. And try as it may, uh, God couldn't even stop WrestleMania because Vince wouldn't freaking allow it. So, uh, first and foremost, I loved this set. The oh, set yeah. Was, the was set, beautiful. The set was the almost the reason that I was like, you know what? I might need to go. Like, I thought about it really quick, because I was, for two years, when they announced this, I was like, all right, pirate ship mania, this is going to be awesome, and they actually built a, they built a bigger pirate ship in a stadium that already has a pirate ship. That's, that's, that's the best part. That's, mm-hmm. that's, I, I did not know that, Um, I, yeah. but that, that's, that's the best part right there. This set was gorgeous. The crowd was uh, not lit very well, but that was on, on design, but like the, yeah. um, Everything, the presentation, all of it, absolutely gorgeous. The pyro, the lights, the weird special effects that they kind of got down now. Those are those 3D anima- yeah. animation graphics. Um, phenomenal. And this proves that WWE is just the, the number one when it comes to production in the world with yeah. any, anything, period, are the best. 
Yeah, when they did the set reveal, okay, I don't know if you thought about this, but I thought about this was that they put like the 3D animation on the top, on the top level of a stadium, and I was like, did they just put screens on the top of a stadium? It Wait, wild. Did they actually put screens, or that was just 3D no, animation? No, 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 that, that was a 3D animation. Are you what? I thought they actually. Put, I thought they put a giant screen. No, that was a 3D animation because uh, people, because people tweeted at me on my Twitter, but they had they had seats in that area, so it was a, it was just a 3D animation. That's wild. So like I was also I was also pictures, thinking I was like I know it's COVID and whatnot, but like you know those are seats that just aren't being sold. Yeah, because they got to space them out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, I, I get your. I, I thought that same way too. I was like, you could fit twenty five thousand in the first two levels of that oh, yeah. stadium and yeah. space them out pretty it, it well. It looked full. From what you could see, it looked full. They also yeah, no, they added, did a lot of cardboard. They did a lot of cardboard people too mm. as well. Like, Can I just <laughs> say, yeah. I'm a little horrified by how many maskless folk I saw at WrestleMania. You're in Florida. What did you expect? Yeah, yeah I know. That's but fine. Like, ugh. It was, it, yeah, it, it, it is what it is, but, you know, what are you going to do? I also enjoyed this, Kay, the opener. Like, I don't know okay. why, I didn't know why I didn't think about this. Like, as soon as the show started, I was like, this is going to open up this fucking show, isn't he? And, of course, that's exactly what he did. So, my biggest takeaway from the whole opening is how come Roman Reigns gets to stand closer to Vince McMahon than his own son does? Because Roman's the head of the table. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a gimmick. That was reality. You know, you know, Kay, I, 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 I had a feeling you were going with that, but then you said close to his son. And I was just like, wow, I did I didn't think of that. I didn't catch that. Yeah, um, Roman uh he's like uh there's Vince, there's Roman and Ben on the side that there Shane's on that on the other side and you can't see him in the picture. Yeah. Damn. That's like, yeah. Absolutely wild to me. Like <laughs> is Roman more of a son to you than Shane O'Mac? I mean we've all the seen we've all, yes. we've all seen the tweets, right? It's like the, the tweets so it's like uh um Vince McMahon from his Twitter account tweets are like happy birthday triple H like pictures and tags and like hashtags and whatnot. <laughs> and, it's just, and then it's just for Shane, it's just happy birthday at Shane McMahon. Like, <laughs> so there, there's some bad blood there somewhere. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. But to be honest with you, well, I thought I loved this. Everybody on the stage to kick off the show, because when I think about it, like the jig is up. It's wrestling. Everybody knows wrestling is a staged event. Yeah. So why, why just, why just treat it like a staged event? Have all your characters out like, on the stage and say, welcome to WrestleMania, our biggest show of the year. Share the World moment. Yeah, yeah, share the moment with the fans. I thought it was great. I think it's something that they should keep. Um, and, they all, and they all stood there for America the Beautiful. I liked it a lot. So that was cool. I don't know about keeping it. I think this, this, was, this was, very, it was a very cute and appropriate one-off. Because, sure. you know, like, obviously Vince being out there first, it's like it made the most sense. I thought Hulk Hogan coming out right after was hilarious, too. Um, <laughs> but, you know... Drew getting that first actual reaction as an entrance walking down the ramp was very poetic. And they once once they said uh, this is the reward he gets, my God, he's not winning. Um, but but, yeah. but this, you know, it it wasn't it wasn't just Drew carrying a company. It wasn't just you know uh, Braun Strowman as champion. It wasn't just champions in the workhorses. Like everybody, this was this literally was a company wide effort to get through yeah. this past year and to give all of them that reaction in front of actual people and you can see it on everybody's face. Fuck character. So fuck character. It it was it was great. And seeing those genuine reactions from everybody, that Rhea was Ripley in tears during America the Beautiful. Yeah. Was, oh my god. It, that was the most magical part 
of WrestleMania for me was just seeing the reactions of all these actual people. You connect with them as, as people, not just characters. Yeah, and then they're like, hey, welcome to WrestleMania. We're in a rain delay. Yeah, that was, that was, <laughs> that was a little rough. But I liked the rain delay because it was one of those things where WWE is one of the, one of the only companies in the world and potentially probably from sports entertainment's perspective, they didn't miss a beat. They're like, oh, it's a rain delay. Let's just get our best promo people to cut promos for the next half hour. Everybody line up and do it. They fucking killed it. Like, It was amazing. Yeah, it was, it was better than anything I've done on TV for the past th- three months. Because they had to do it on the fly. Yeah. And and it worked, and everybody hyped up their matches. You had a you had a low key new day return promo out of nowhere because Biggie kind of just like walked into their shot. Like it was yeah. it was awesome to see. So I enjoyed that. Like it made the rain delay go by a lot quicker. And then we got to the matches, but we're not going to go in any particular order. We're just going to go in the orders that I felt was very important. I think this out of all the matches may not have been the best match for some people, but I think this was the most important match of this WrestleMania year, Bianca versus Sasha, main eventing night one of, of WrestleMania to what a lot of people have said already, oh, a lot of people have said immediately after, immediate reaction has said, one of the best main events that they had seen in a while. Kay, what was your thoughts on it? Um, so this was my mania moment that I cried. Uh, oh, are you talking about the, uh, the standing ovation right here? The very beginning well the pro the the package got me package but then just beautiful. looking at them like then they're just looking at each other and like crying and the, it was just it gave me goosebumps like if we were there i probably would have broken down it was it was a beautiful match it was really well done probably one of my favorite women's matches i've ever seen and it fucking delivered and absolutely deserved to be the main event yeah, it, it gave me that that standing Oh, It gave me Rock Austin vibes. Because mm-hmm. I don't think we've seen anything like that in a while. And I, I honestly thought, well, like I saw Bianca start breaking down. I was like, she's not going to make it through this match. Yeah, I was just like, come on, Bianca. <laughs> act like you've been there before, girl. Don't be bringing character on me yet. You haven't fucking won yet. Stop fucking crying. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, I I, I get it. It's it's a huge thing. But I was like, oh, that's it's not a it's it wasn't a good look. I'm just I'm like, honest. It wasn't a good look. But I, I, I like to you wouldn't cry if you were in the main event of WrestleMania. No, you're a a professional. Act like you've been there before. Act like you deserve to be there. Cry afterwards. Um, But as soon as that tie-up came in, they locked locked up, and they got going. It was like, okay, it's go time. She snapped right back into it. Sasha snapped snapped right back into it. The match was terrific. The match was phenomenal. Um, yeah, they they, I, they both they both did a really really good job in this match, and I'm I'm glad Bianca won. And that hair whip, I popped so loud, <laughs> I was so hit, excited. That hit, I popped for this moment here. That segment was unbelievable. Yeah, I popped for that too. She, Sasha dives through the middle rope. Bianca catches her, rolls through, and then Gorilla presses her into the ring and it's not like a bs like i'm gonna leave i'm gonna keep you on my head to like to like distribute the weight a little bit easier like she had full arm extension and carried a human being up steps and through through another human being in the ring that is unbelievably difficult you know what else i thought was really interesting there was a really clever callback to nxt so do you remember when i forgot what the move is but 
Sasha kicks out and she had a fucking meltdown and her eyes nearly popped out of her skull. Oh, she I did. Never... She uh, is this B- Bianca did the, the splash off the top and then she has lost yeah. her mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that when she fought Shayna for the NXT women's title, a takeover, the same thing, exact thing happened. Shayna kicked out. She had a meltdown, but at takeover, she didn't recover. Is that, right. when, is that, when, is that when Shayna just came up and choked her out? Yeah. 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 Whereas this time, it's two years out from that. It showed she had the same meltdown, but she recovered. She regrouped. And she won. I like that. I like that. I that that's a very good. I didn't even notice that, but that was very very good. And then we got this this crazy moment here, and the crowd went nuts. Uh, Bianca's father almost got accosted by security, which oh, I thought was hopped, the hopped the barrier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I I love I love his energy. Like that's amazing. Oh, the, oh, <laughs> like, the best was Michael Cole saying Sasha kicked out when she just didn't even move. Oh, yeah. He was like, my bad, my bad. <laughs> there were there were so many technical glitches, like and botches in this in this night one of Mania. I was like, wow, these guys are rusty in front of a live crowd like this. They just yeah. haven't done it in such a long time. Like, even Bianca's entrance, they put up the the graphics of the EST of NXT. Really, um, it did. Yeah. How is that? How does that even unpack it? Like, don't they review it? Like, this is why we have rehearsal. Yeah, I guess not. Mm. Um, so yeah, that was the wrong graphic. What else went wrong at Mania? A lot. A lot, but it was still a night. One was a very enjoyable show, I will say. And that whip. You saw? Have you seen this photo, Will? Oh yeah, it's been everywhere. It's been absolutely everywhere. I was just like, ow, ow, ow. <laughs> that had to hurt. That I mean that because I was waiting for it. I was waiting for the whip because you know yeah. just a few spots I didn't mind. Sasha using the hair for the, her, her submission check that was bound to happen you know <laughs> kicking out um uh, rolling uh, on the ropes rolling on the ropes back to the center of the ring check the hair whip god damn that was a check plus <laughs> because that yeah. was that was absolutely vicious um and before we move before we move on to other matches it's a common theme i had with this mania was all of these matches there wasn't one match on either night that i didn't actually enjoy other than the gauntlet but each and yeah. every single match delivered. Each and every single match was an entertaining match for what it was. Obviously, some matches were better than others. This was one of the best. But yeah. I, 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 and the Raw after Mania kind of proves this point for me. This Mania made me realize that there is literally no point in watching Raw or SmackDown. If you, if you didn't watch Raw or SmackDown from Rumble until now, you wouldn't have missed a goddamn thing. And you can see it in the promo packages. Like, hey, you mentioned the promo package, how epic it was. Yeah, it was terrific. Mm-hmm. Didn't show anything that happened in the past three months of television. No, it didn't. All it did Especially was for Bianca and Sasha. All it did was take the promos they cut in ring and matched up with some matches they've had over their career. And that was the build. Which and and you know what? That that video package was perfect. Worked. It got you yeah, right worked. in the moment. But What's the point of watching their television products? You can just go. What's pay, the story? You can just go pay view to pay view and not miss a goddamn thing. I mean, that's what you're doing with Wrestle Wars, right? No, Wrestle Wars. I, I well, once it all comes back on the network, I actually go week to week. But I, oh, I, okay. I do. I, I watch every week to week. But I base it off the pay per view matches and the story they're telling on TV. So if they don't, gotcha. if they don't, like WCW doesn't doesn't really tell stories on TV, which is my big criticism with WCW, which why doesn't point its score is high. And that's, yeah. it's kind of the same thing here. Like, the video package only tells so much. Like, yeah, Sasha and Bianca 
were a, it's a great story. It's a great feud. They're very similar characters. All this we've been saying on the podcast, but their TV doesn't reflect that. So why do I bother watching? It may, you, you, do, you do pose a good point. And like, why why would it be? Why would you even watch a thing, especially when a lot of this build was sullied by the Reginald storyline? Yeah, that they, I fell that they stayed in for a during while. during the Raw after Mania. Like, that's unacceptable. It was terrible. It was. It was. Yeah, it was a very bland Raw after Mania. Like, you know what you know what I like wanted from the Raw After Mania, apart from surprises? I wanted and literally anybody. Brock Lesnar, Adam Cole, CM Punk, literal Goldberg, (laughs) anyone. Okay, you always want CM Punk. I will always and forever. John Cena. You know John Cena's coming back. John Cena's Cena's a a movie guy now, yeah. I'm a TV guy, like, you but, know. like, I I wanted to see... So you know how Maurice came back on the Miz TV last night? Yeah. Oh, Maurice came back on Raw, too. So yeah, oh, so j- they, j- just, just to pitch Miz and Mitch is great. Thanks. Yeah. But you know Miz what they could have done? It makes it they, seem like she might stick around for a while. I think they she could have brought They could have brought Frankie Monet, a.k.a. John Morrison's girlfriend, to Raw, and they could have formed the show showing up on NXT season. right now. But here's what I think is going to happen. I think Maurice is going to be the reason... Because they're building it right Morrison now. Break up. Maurice, Miz is going to turn on Morrison. Oh, for sure. And I'm upset about it. Yeah, that, that's what's happening. That'll be Frankie a fun Monet SummerSlam match. Yeah. Or Battleground, whatever the fuck. Or WrestleMania Backlash is now a thing as oh well. Yeah, why is it called that? It's, 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 it's there to trick people. It's there to trick the outsider. It's like, guys, I understand what Backlash means. Like, <laughs> So wait, so it's not even for regular, it's for like, like muggles, pretty much. Yeah, and they're trying, yeah. WWE thinks you're so stupid, you can't put two and two together. Yeah. No, it's, this is to grab a new audience to trick people on Peacock to watch WrestleMania, yes. but it's a exactly. piece of shit pay per view called Backlash. Yeah, which I thought they had retired Backlash, but That's apparently not. Rude. It's it's marketing. Anyhow, let's move on no, to I think it's training. disingenuous. Fuck you, WWE. Marketing has never been genuine. I know. At all. <laughs> yeah, I right. Know. You nuts. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm studying it right now. Yeah. It's well, awful. talk to me. Talk to me about this triple threat. Oh God, this. Uh, I was a fool uh, on my bet. If I if <laughs> I if I put that Jay Uso would get involved and weapons would be used, I would have won $4 on, on the DraftKings pool because I would have come in first place. I would have tied for first. I would have, gone to eight, would have been eight for eight. But I was wrong. As soon as Jay Uso came out, I was like, whoops. And I was like, oh, triple threat. I should have assumed I was a moron. But this match was phenomenal. This this was... A demolition derby. Yeah. That, that's, that spot Beautiful. where, like, you know, Edge on fighting over the chair and Edge just has a piece of the chair. I was like, that was on purpose, I hope. And then... <laughs> You know, the submission, Deep Right comes in, they're both submitting them, and they just look at each other and they start headbutting. That, that's my spot of the year right now. I thought that was the greatest thing I've ever seen. Um, well, Roman's just suffering on the, like, yeah. he, he can't can't tap out because they both have him in the submission. Yeah. It was incredible. And, and pinning both of them, Maron. Uh, one thing uh, he kind of got wrong, though, in my opinion, is what were Edge's shoulders also on the mat? I believe they were. I'm contesting that because I think something fishy is going to happen on SmackDown. But because Edge is like, I, I also pinned Daniel Bryan. I yeah. think that could be the argument. But like, I like I looked at the photo at least again, and I think Roman made it position Edge in a way that Edge's shoulders were also on the ground. Yeah. If they're not, then Roman technically is screwed if they if they go that angle. 
They also still could have gone that angle and Roman like still looks strong, but like he loses the title. So you kind of have like that division there. Well, no, I mean, because he he pinned Edge who pinned Brian. Yeah. So he still pinned both of them. It's like it's kind of like a no contest. It could be a no contest. You could give it to Edge. It's not going to Daniel Bryan. No, you don't give it to Edge because Roman pinned Edge. That's that's undisputed. But Edge pinned Debray, and Edge was on top of. So technically, Edge pinned first. Yeah, I guess I don't know. It's it was, we're putting it too depends. much we're putting too much thought into wrestling right now. It, it but yeah, that's the, the image. That's the image right there. Yeah, I I love Edge bringing back the concerto and obviously you know just take out the guy with the bad neck. Yep, mm-hmm. <laughs> but not Roman. I really thought for a second this was going to be the return of Jimmy. Yeah, because when Where when when Jay got stretched out, uh, yeah, when Jay got stretched, I thought I, when he came in, I thought it was Jimmy. Michael Cole was like, "It's Jay." I was like, "Well, he was been wrong before." <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a great like twin magic there, <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't, and you know, LOL, Roman won. But great main event, uh, fantastic. I want like I wanted Jimmy to come back, but. Edge, uh, not Edge, sorry, Roman, like, uh, one of my friends are like, uh, Artie, actually, shout out to AJ Skywalker. Um, Roman is now the final boss of wrestling. He is. He's the, he's the final boss, and it's going to take somebody spectacular to take him out. Like who? My initial guess is Biggie. Maybe. My guess is The Rock. It's, no, it's, absolutely yeah. not. Oh, absolutely, yes. Absolutely, yes. You think they're going to keep it on Roman for another year? Yes. Yeah. You know why? Because, you know, a, a big a big fear, I think, of, like in, in the IWC and maybe even vaccines of WWE, how is the audience going to react in person to Roman? And they reacted perfectly. They booed the shit out of him. Yeah. So I watched Night 2 of Ania with AJ, who does not watch wrestling except for some most pay-per-views with me. So he doesn't know anything going on. So he just goes... Why is everyone booing Roman? He was very confused. <laughs> that's that's the question that WWE has had for like seven years. No, I I explained to him the entire I had I explained to him the entire history of Roman Reigns and how he was shoved down our throats and how no one liked him and all. I I had to break it all down. I mean, we also have an episode about it was like rabble rabble. Roman Reigns was never over. We discussed this years ago. Yeah. So. <laughs> At honestly. I was mad, and I love Roman. Roman's daddy. I'm mad he won. I'm not. Um, I, it makes sense. It does make sense. I'm just, I didn't want it. Corey, Everybody wants Edge. Corey Graves I said didn't want Daniel. Corey Graves I said was the best. only person that wanted Daniel Bryan to win. Who is going to beat Roman Reigns? I was like, yeah, who? who? W- WTV is so bad, they can't build anyone up. Right now, it's going to be Apollo Crews. I think it's gonna be Biggie. Now. I think that I know. I think Biggie dropped uh, to to go after it. Uh, but before we get to that, speaking of Bobby Lash, I'm very surprised that they kept the title on Bobby. I was almost certain that Drew was gonna come out and win. Me too. Me as well. Because they, they love the fuck out of Drew. Like Drew even kicked off Go Home Raw. I mean, not Go Home Raw, Raw after Mania. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, but but there is faith in Bobby Lashley apparently, which I enjoy. MVP, Manager of the Year, Manager of the Millennium, love him. I, I like he how... was like Bobby, watch out for the kick. And Drew's like, huh? 
<laughs> like that, I, I don't know. I don't know if that was the most realistic or the most stupid finish to a WrestleMania like main event I've ever seen. I don't know. I, I I don't know. I mean, I enjoyed it. I I thought for a second Drew was gonna kick out or get out of the hurt lock, but then Bobby just rolled through and then just laid him out. Yeah, once his leg but went now, over, I'm like, oh, that's it. Yeah, but now we get Drew and Bobby again at WrestleMania Backlash. Of course, yeah, because yeah, because he beat he beat uh, he beat Braun Strowman and he beat Randy. Moving on. <laughs> I Bad Bunny had the best celebrity match. In the history of wrestling. Holy shit, it was amazing. In the history of WrestleMania, at least. Um, Were you going to say Andy Kaufman was better? No, I'm going to say Steve Amell. Ooh, I got to look back at it. I, I think Bernie I've was never a little seen bit it. more. You know, it was a SummerSlam match. The only thing it was, is, it was match. SummerSlam against Stardust. This was more yeah. high profile, and the high profile does go a long way, in my opinion. So yeah. if, if, you, if you say this is the best celebrity match ever... And you use that argument, I it, I can't really disprove you, but I'm saying watch that Stephen Amell match again, and that was that was even more unexpected. I was there for the Stephen Amell match. It was very surprising all the stuff he pulled off. Like, and then he became an indie wrestler. Like this was almost exactly what I expected out of Bad Bunny. Like everyone's like, it was so surprising. I'm like, was it though? Was, was it? Was, <laughs> yeah, it, was I didn't it really? expect him to hit a Canadian destroyer. I did not expect a Canadian destroyer either. That's my one exception. That Canadian destroyer, I, I popped for that as well. I lost I my mind. Yes. Lost oh my, my mind. goodness! I hi hi Kafer, a male over bad bunny. Well, you got one supporter there. Well, in my friend Kafer. <laughs> uh, but here here's here's my thing. We should have expected this when you found when we found out in the news leak that not only did he relocate himself to Orlando, he has been training in the performance center every day, and then it leaked afterwards that his trainers were Drew Gulak and uh, Scrap Daddy Adam Pierce. And I never really saw Adam Pierce work, but I know Drew Gulak is a technical master. Yeah. Like, he's a great worker. Yeah. And 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 it showed that they got him as ready as possible. And I was very surprised at how well Bunny was able to sell. Mm. And he took up the majority of the match. Didn't I was Priest shocked. Barely got I in. expected him to take a few... I would expect him to do, like, a frog splash, do some, like, rest holes and shit, and do the final pin, and that was it. Yeah, he did a lot more. He also stole Becky. He also stole Becky Lynch's entrance, which I thought he was hysterical. Did. But remember, this, this, remember this. This was this was billed as a one-on-one match. So yeah, maybe that was originally the plan, and they switched for the last minute. So him and Miz, the beginning of that, the first like half of that match really was probably what a the match was going to be—the mm-hmm. one-on-one match—and then they swapped it up. Um, but yeah, like I was, I was very glad he started the match. He 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 excelled. He was great, and now he's going to go on tour. Good for him. Yeah, it was a great cross promotion. <laughs> he was like, "Hey, Barclays Center, March 19th. Yeah, it's going to be Issa's fantasy tour. I want to go so bad. I want to go just to watch Issa just lose. Can her we mind. go? Can we go on a podcast field trip to Bad Bunny? We'll talk, I'll talk to Issa. <laughs> Issa losing. Apparently, Issa and Bad Bunny are from the same town in Puerto Rico. Oh wow. Which is why she loved him so much. But he did his thing, you know. It was it was absolutely amazing what he did. Um, he's selling made with Ziggler a fan, uh, and hey, he did. It. I don't know what it does for Damian Priest because Damian Priest is kind of now left on his own devices. Wasn't about him. Okay, it, it, was, it was it was a good spot for him to be in. He was there. He got yeah, lucky. He, 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 he has a T-shirt that says "I was there." I'm Mr. Fred. <laughs> yeah. And Bad Bunny and Bad Bunny's merchandise you can't find on the on the shop because it's sold out. Oh yeah. He also had a great following in the uh, in the crowd. 
really, really great following that helps them. Hey, friends. All right, let's get a little weird. We got uh, the Randy and Bray Wyatt match that opened the show. Will, your initial thoughts as you're... Pure and utter dog shit. I don't know where this is going. I don't think they're meant to have a good Mania match. Well, here's the thing. Bray Wyatt should just quit. Like, anytime he gets momentum, squashed by Cena at Mania, had a tough time recovering, won the Elimination Chamber, won the belt, squashed... He also lost to a returning taker. Squat, lost to... Okay, built up a little bit more, lost to a returning taker. Built up a little bit more, won the belt, lost to Orton in that stupid bug match. Um, he has his Fiend character. Botched the Hell in a Cell. Dropped out to Goldberg. Got lit oh, on I remember the hell. I remember the hell in a cell. Lit on fire to uh, by Randy Orton. Comes back and then loses with the stupid red light. I don't know why did they bring back the red light. I was like, why did they do this? Like it was awful then. It's awful now. Don't ever do it again. I don't think there's any wrestler in history Wait, who has been. Who has why is suffered... Imperium on NXT? Sorry. Imperium's on because Imperium's on NXT. No, they um they came in through the MSK and Drake Maverick. Killian Dane match. Oh, we got a tag division, y'all. Something we don't have on the main roster. Um, it's something. It's it's weird because it was like the Fiend was good, but now it's the Alexa Bliss show. Did not even. It was like okay, Alexa Bliss is just there. It's like she came out of the fucking swamp from Land Before Times two. I thought she, she was covered. I thought goop. she was becoming Venom from Spider Man. That was. I was, thought she was the Black Swan. It's like, why would you do this She's on WrestleMania? Why would you do this on WrestleMania? Why are you just, just burying the fiend like this? It's like this. Bray Wyatt is literally the, his, his, has had the worst booking in wrestling history for such great characters. He has got. A, it's a fantastic character. Apparently, he's now like an evangelical priest now on the Firefly Front House. Like he's, he's found a way. And Alexa Bliss has a new puppet named Lily, who could be anybody. I don't care, dude. Well, I heard a rumor. Okay, so I heard a rumor that the Fiend was not actually Bray Wyatt wrestling because all the tattoos were covered up, and which is sus because obviously Bray Wyatt's tatted the fuck up. Yeah. And people think they're setting up for a Bray Wyatt versus the Fiend match. You're gonna have it's Undertaker versus Undertaker again. Mm-hmm. That's even moving, stupider. Moving along to a more entertaining match because Cesaro got his moment and one of the greatest spins in history with the UFO spin. Can't My God! God. I popped. Um, I think Seth Rollins is such a dick. He's so good. Seth Rollins is the man. I don't care what anybody I, says. I I'm obsessed with him. Seth's got some drip drip. I mean, here's look, drip. look, Ma, Seth, no hands. <laughs> look, Ma, no hands. Uh, Sethy drip drip made Cesaro look like a star. Cesaro has been fucking overdue for a good singles moment at Mania, if I'm not mistaken. Like, right? Nothing? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing good? Nothing. And... About fucking time. You know what I would. You know what I'd like to see. This could. Be, you can. You can kind of Oscar bait the the IWC. You get Cesaro versus Roman. Oh God. He's a, he's a believable person that people want to see win, and then Roman just 
beats him at the end. It's a good match in the making. It's a good match, mm-hmm. but what were them promos? Story-wise, that is the only really issue. That is the only issue. Well, it's a, it's a reset right now. It depends on what happens on SmackDown, which is all. But he got his moment, and that's really what matters. Let's move along to to almost debuting, and I will say this right now. Well, I think almost is the next great big man. I I thought he looked pretty bad, honestly. I don't think he looked that good. I think he's fine. I mean, when you think about big men, and I listen, um, when I listen to the big show and podcast before, and he mentions the start with all sudden stuff. Like big men dictate the pace. Yeah, that's true. You know, he's 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 a, he's seven three. He shouldn't be selling for Xavier Witcher Kofi. They should be selling for him, and that's exactly what happened. Oh, that wasn't my issue. And they sold it beautifully. Yeah, they sold great. But I was like, he just he didn't. He didn't look that good. It was he, the outfit for me. The outfit. Yeah. shit. Like, what is this fucking TGI Friday's waiter again? Why do we do this? Can you imagine him as a TGI Friday's waiter? Oh, I'm going to take your order. You want the fries Fine. or the onion rings? <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> he's the only, he's on like the bottom floor of Friday's, but he's doing the, he's being the waiter from the top floor because he's that so, he's Dude, that damn he, he approaches the <laughs> table on his knees. <laughs> <laughs> and he's still taller than everybody at the table. Right, he's still taller than <laughs> Oh my god, almost the Fridays. But I, I liked it. He gets tag titles, but more importantly is the fact that AJ Styles is now a Grand Slam champion. Cool. So is like, so, so is everyone else. I think there it depends on what you it's he's a modern day Grand Slam. Because the Grand Slams kind of are like, they're kind of interwoven because they added they added a couple of mid card titles and they yeah. added team titles, so it's it's all messed up. It depends on what you consider like a true Grand Slam. I mean, WWE Red- inflates their stats? No way. <laughs> or deflates when you look at Ric Flair. Ric Flair is actually like a twenty three time world champion. Yeah, but <laughs> six, sixteen is only recognized. Mean the this only- fake sport has recognized. fake statistics. You gotta be fucking kidding you me. Imagine. Okay, what were your thoughts on KO versus Sammy? Um, I was so happy because for such a shitty build, they fucking delivered. They killed it. They're, I will always want them to fight each other. I want them to fight forever. I want them to go at it again in like five manias from now with a <laughs> much more meaty story. Loser leaves, um, loser leaves, loser leaves wrestling. <laughs> That's yes, loser leaves wrestling. Um, Logan Paul can suck a nut. I don't like him. It was a waste of my time. He ruined it for me. Um, Honestly, I thought that. Logan Paul's reactions were hysterical. I was like, he's so ripped right now. Let's just like, let's just say it was a good thing they didn't bring in Jake Paul because he is in some hot water right now. <laughs> oh, that's very very true. They had him on Why, SmackDown though. Jake Paul has like uh, a- accusations against him. I think I know I know sexual assault, maybe rape. Oh good. Ooh. But he has some Ooh. he has some pretty serious allegations against him right now. Gotcha, no gotcha. Bueno. No bueno. And by the way, Mr. Fretz, no one is ever counting the light heavyweight title as part of a grand slam anywhere. Oh my god, that's a that's a good throwback, Mr. Fretz. You know what, Mr. Fretz? Yes they are. No, they're not. Don't don't try that. Do not give Christian a grand slam. Takamichi Noko, right? Deserves to be a grand slam champion, all right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. Um obviously KO won the match and Jake Paul sold a pretty good stunner. He did, I thought he, he broke his yeah, neck. He did I'll all give right. Him that. He did all right. Yeah. 
Uh, my, my, my main thing, you know, great match for what it was. Mm. In six months from now, you'll be like, who did, who did KO who? WrestleMania again? I don't even remember. You don't remember that he stunned Jake Paul. Yeah, but you, you know, mm-hmm. you, this match is gonna Logan be Paul. this match is gonna be forgotten in T minus a few yeah. months. Yeah, and you got to take it's either like that's a bad thing or it's a good thing depending on how you look it's, at the rest of the. It's company. it's bad. It's bad. Honestly, this this match was a show stealer. Uh, but you're just not gonna remember because the build was such shit. It was so it was rushed. Very, very rushed. This was an interesting finish. Uh, when I looked at Biggie versus Apollo, I was like, oh, wow, Biggie's getting his mania moment. He's in his hometown of it. I remembered, oh, crap, he's in his hometown. He's, he's hometown. losing. Yeah, I remember yep. that, too. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> I, I forgot he was in Tampa. Yeah. Yeah, I watched, I listened to the New Day podcast, so he's he always talks about being from Tampa and all the stuff that he did. Um, they remember the finish. That's right. That's right, Mr. Fretz. Um, and then I was like, oh, the hometown curse is alive. And well, and then Baba Tunde came back. Yeah, Baba, came- Baba Booey. <laughs> Baba I hear Booey's every back. moment of that. I loved it. I was like, you know what? Let's do it. I love how they had a Nigerian drum match, and they barely used the drums. Not even that. They they used we 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 googled it last week. Thanks for thanks to Freckles. We knew those were actually not Nigerian drums. Those are djembe drums, kind of like I have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and kendo sticks. And kendo sticks. Yeah. This which match, are not Nigerian either. Yeah. The, they uh, Asian. It was fun. Right. Kendo sticks are Asian. They're bamboo. I believe, I believe they're. They are made of. So I guess they're of Asian, South Asian descent. I don't know. Is actually. that a Brazilian? <laughs> I want to say somewhere in the Asia part of the world. I don't don't quote me on that. We will check in so, the break. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Baba Booey's back. Yeah, they didn't name him though. They didn't name him Baba Tuna. They didn't name him they Baba Kuna. They call him a like, monster. This, yeah, who's this monster? I was like, he has two names, guys. Like we like, use these names. I felt like they're like they might as well call him Quasimodo at this point because I felt like they were talking about him. I was say I was gonna say you know what? Yeah, let's go with Quasimodo, but I don't think that's gonna work. No, um, it was it was weird for Mania. It is a weird kind of debut, but I think it work it works in a it works for Apollo's character. Yeah, I, I'm not. I wasn't I, at first. I was like, "Wow, this is stupid." And I had five seconds said it, and I was like, "Nah, it's fine." Yeah, I mean, like, big, big. I thought it was like this hurts Biggie's push, but it's like, nah, he'll be fine. In a few years, he'll be fine. It's, he's it's gonna a, move past the uh, the IC title scene. I think he's moving up. Yeah, it's it's a good it's a good spot for Apollo. It's a lot like you know, Cesaro is a good spot for Cesaro. Like a lot of these things, it's like it it was good for these guys to get these moments. Like you know, you want to you 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 do want to establish new stars. And I think what this what WrestleMania did really well was establish, hey, here's new talent making their mark. Yeah, it's 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 these it's it's these people's it's it's their time now essentially. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You even even though he's been here forever. Yeah, Apollo's been. I was there when Apollo debuted. He was he debuted at uh, Takeover, Takeover Brooklyn, Brooklyn. One. one. Yep, the first one. Yep. You know, um, he, he went up against uh, Baron Corbin, I think. I believe so. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you know he's he's finally getting his time to shine because he finally found his character. And I will say about Friday, I was very surprised by this match, how I actually liked it. Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon. I I I was just I was just very surprised. Like, I don't know how you can make a cage match any more creative than it already is. And I was like, oh, you ripped the cage in half. All right, perfect. Yeah, it was great. Although it was fun. I liked it. Braun kept screaming, This is for everyone who's ever been called stupid. <laughs> I'm like, so Braun, so Braun, this match is dedicated to literally everybody. 
<laughs> Raise yeah. your hand if you've never been called stupid in your life. Oh, never? Never. This is oh, dedicated yeah. to everyone who's ever been called stupid. So not only are you dedicate this match to everyone who's been called stupid, you dedicate this match to everyone who's called someone else stupid. Because raise your hand if you called someone stupid before. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right? Like, <laughs> it's like the story of this match was just ass backwards and stupid part. No, pun intended. Pun fucking intended, all right? <laughs> all right, this match was, it was nice, stupid. Nice, nice, <laughs> But that being said, the match itself is fucking amazing. Yeah, the match <laughs> was really good. Really it was so much I fun. I good. I knew Braun was going to win when he was, like, saying that he's, like, I'm doing this for anyone that's ever been bullied and to prove the bullies never win. I'm like, oh, oh God. Oh, time out. Mr. French just said, I called someone stupid today. <laughs> <laughs> Canadians call people stupid? Eh? Um, sorry, Mr. French. I just had to. Honestly, um, dude, a story of Braun Strowman, someone that big being bullied, is isn't believable. I know, I know, big kid, big people get bullied too. Everyone can be bullied, 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 bullied. Messaging the kids, whatever. But it's just like it's just not believable. Sorry. You know what it was because it didn't have anything to do with his backstory. Like he's done shoot interviews where he talked about how he was bullied as a child. Yeah, and he, his his he whole twenty four. Yeah. Yeah, his whole 24, and they should have focused on that, but they didn't. And that would have made it a little bit more, like, believable. Um, funny story uh, about, you know, Shane getting thrown off a cage. So Sunday, uh, Sunday afternoon, my my high school football coach texted me. He's like, oh, yeah, we started playing football again uh, for, for high school and stuff. And he's like, oh, we played against uh, Vince McMahon's grandson. Wow. <laughs> he was like, he was like, oh yeah, nice kid. He's the running back for the other team, blah, blah, blah. I introduced, the, I introduced myself. And I was like, oh, that's funny. His father just fell off a steel cage last night. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, dang, is he okay? And I was like, yeah, yeah, he's fine. I wonder who brought him to the game because the whole family was in Tampa. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> gotta miss WrestleMania because I gotta play a football game. <laughs> Shane comes out on the stage, he's like, sorry, Braun, I can't make this match. I can't make this match. My kids got soccer practice. I mean, I mean, fuck football game. Well, the game was, oh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what, I don't know if he flew down later, maybe, because the game was in the afternoon. Oh, maybe. They're butting I mean, Jeffrey. He, he, he does have a jet, so it's very possible. Yeah. yeah, they live in New York. Like, it's not that far to get down there. It's a few hours flight. Yeah, yeah. give or take. Yeah. So let's move on. We're almost done with this. Uh, Okay, you got your moment. Rhea, Rhea beat Asuka. I lost my fucking mind. I bet you did. I did. I yelled. Um, everyone in my Discord was really unhappy with how loud I yelled. <laughs> <laughs> what were your thoughts on the match, though? The match was really, really good. Um, I was, I just, by the time, I wasn't as satisfied in general with night two. So, like, by the time we got to Rhea and Oscar, I was just relieved because I'm like, this can't be bad. But I'm like, but if it's bad, I'm going to be upset. My thing with my thing with uh, WrestleMania this year was that night one was such, like, a breath of fresh air. Everybody expelled a lot of energy in night one that it was really hard for night two to pick up any sort of steam. Yeah. It, it, they almost, like, exhausted everybody the first night because it was such, like, a return yeah, mm-hmm. no night one. Nef- night one definitely was way better. Um, yeah, but that's that's it's obvious. It's like duh. Night two couldn't. It's impossible for night two to live up to it. Absolutely. 
So let's move on. And I, we did get our wish. Although Riddle didn't get bro kicked in the first 18 seconds, he got bro kicked upside down. Oh my and god! Honestly, that was tough for me. Love this match. Love, <laughs> love so it. Hard. I popped really loud too. I thought this match was tremendous. It was that Shemus, spot. It was Shemus that Shemus spot. And, and Edge and Roman spearing each other, which which popped which popped me really loud. That was my, one of my loudest pops of the weekend was the Roman and Edge uh, spear. Double spear. I loved it. I mean, it's it, Riddle got a good first run, but you have to reward Sheamus. Sheamus is a very underrated worker. Dude, Sheamus was supposed to be in the main event. I know. It was him and Drew. It was him and, and Drew. Yeah. Dude, they, they filmed a promo package for it. What? Yeah, no, wow. like, like there is like one of the wrestling podcasts I follow. He he would leak he he leaked it on his Patreon. But I don't I don't follow his Patreon anymore. But I, he, <laughs> I still got the post. Um, I didn't watch the video, but yeah, he he they had a whole promo package and they they had us they had a, a clip of him backstage just sobbing because he wasn't gonna be in the main event. He was supposed to have yeah. he was supposed to have Lashley's spot. Then for some reason they changed Lashley instead. Wow. That sucks. Yeah, that sucks. I thought it was. I thought it was leading the Sheamus Drew because honestly, that would have been a great it story. It was, and they switched it to Lashley. I mean, Lashley's a good story too, but like in my eyes, Lashley could have waited before Sheamus and Drew were done. Yeah, Lashley. Yeah, I agree. Because Lashley was supposed to get his big push after Mania, but then they're just like, "Well, what are we gonna do with him beforehand?" So oh my like, God, might as so, well do it now. So they're like, "Well, we might as well give him a lengthy title reign because Drew is definitely, yeah. Drew, Drew is definitely gonna win over Sheamus and then go into." Do with Lashley, but they maybe they didn't want to. They didn't want hot potato to title too much. It would have gone from Drew to Miz to Sheamus to Drew to Lashley, all in like six and all not even six months. Yeah, that's too that's, much. That's too much. So in in the end, I think this made most sense. And the match with Drew and Lashley was pretty good. The storyline, it, it is what it is. Um, yeah. But and you know, Lashley, I think is a more marketable main event. Lashley and McIntyre is more marketable than Lashley and Sheamus because Sheamus always kind of always been this kind of like the eh. Yeah. Fucking, it's fucking Seamus. Yeah, it's Seamus. It's a shame to say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I miss that theme. It was a great I theme. I do too. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> It was good. And in the most uh, very underwhelming match was the tag team turmoil match that just was bad from the start. And we're not going to talk about it too much because obviously we all know that it was kind of just a clusterfuck. It was cursed. However, it was cursed. We had nip slips. We had Mandy falling on the WrestleMania stage. What's the memes from that? Amazing. Um, but I kind of feel bad for Tamina. And I hate, like, you know, they, they had an opportunity to give Tamina, like, a moment and, like, maybe beat Nia and Shayna for attack titles in night two. You even had this kind of this moment in night one where... Natty would have gone for the pin, but she was like, no, Tamina, it's your time. You do it. And then and then she lost night two. It was, it was fucking stupid. It's all because crowd, WWE can't mention who her dad is. <laughs> yeah, to a crowd that really wanted Tamina to win, which I found surprising, but they they were kind of behind her on this. So yeah. it, it is a shame because Tamina's never won a title, and that does been a great time to give her her moment. Like they gave Ryder and Hawkins their moment on a pre-show, but it was still a great moment nonetheless. You know, they can have them win and they can have them drop and move along, but, like, give them the moment. Tamina's been there long enough. Be it as it may, WrestleMania is finally over, and before we go to commercial break, what are our final ratings on this? How will we crown this now that we've actually seen night one and night two? Kay Murphy. I'm giving it a nine. I was very happy. Okay. 
Will, what do you got? You know, this is I've been going back and forth. I'm not going to go quite as high as you guys. I gave it a 7.5 prediction. Um, I'm going to give it an 8. It was about exactly what I expected. But I think overall this mania is going to be it's going to be forgettable. You got to kind of you got to remember it for the crowd coming back, the set, the production. But in terms of the matches and everything that before and afterwards, like half the manias I remember had a great build, and then afterwards something yeah. something crazy happens. This was just like the WWE has just put such little stock in everything outside of this. It it really hurts what it was. The, the, again, the matches. We're all really, really good. The, the boys and girls worked their asses off. The production, the, the presentation, phenomenal. It's just bad writing and bad storytelling. And I think that hurts the actual events. I didn't mind the two nights. I thought the two nights was actually really refreshing. It made that Bianca moment much better. And it was in the middle of a two-card, eight-hour events. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So two nights, I love the idea. Um, I hope they. I, I secretly hope they continue it. If they can't do one four hour, four or five hour show, do two three hour shows. Two three hour shows is better than one six seven hour show. So Absolutely. I, I, all that being said, I loved Two Day Mania. I loved it. All that being said, I'm giving it an eight. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, all the matches were for the most part very entertaining. They had stories, and I think it does benefit from the two match from a two night system because every match has a chance to breathe. Like there wasn't, there was. I don't think there was any match that went under ten minutes. Like any of them, every Bray match. And a, Randy was six minutes. Never mind. Um, but that, besides, that, the, fuck that match. Fuck yeah, that every, match so hard. <laughs> that match got me so fucking mad. You know what? Fuck it. Especially seven point five, just for that fucking match. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna go as high as nine. I think it's one of those things that it was kind of like night one was very heavy and a great and a great moment. And I think also the ad libbing before anything started was great. Um, but then you had tag team turmoil, and I was like, oh, that's gonna hurt. That's gonna hurt a lot. So I'm well, gonna go with eight five. You you started the the, the, sh- the show off so hot with that match and like the opening, the music, all, all of it. You needed a yeah. cool down. That cool down just happened to be here. Come the women, because that's what they always yeah. do. Too much of a cool down now. <laughs> like too much. And they could have had a lot. They could have done a lot of stuff with it. But that's just me just booking. But let's move on from that. And so let's take a quick commercial break. So when we do come back, we are going to talk oh, about baby. If NXT, NXT was able yeah, NXT. to. Stand and deliver, and spoiler alert, oh my god, we will be right back. Hey, 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 peeps, this is Mr. Fretz from the Game Changer Podcast, and you are listening to WrestleAddict Radio, the cure for the common wrestling podcast. T-shirts and v-necks and sweatshirts and stickers, hoodies and tote bags and socks... Blankets and pillows and onesies for babies, face masks, fanny packs, mugs. From YLP, Willie T, and King Ricky Rose, plus Kate Murphy, the HBIC, Mr. Fretz and Nate. And don't forget our delightful friend, the one and only Mance. Cause we are war with the Teespring store, please give our merch a chance. What's up, guys? This is Mance Chapel, the Monday Night Delight, and you're listening to the Kings of the Rings podcast only on Wrestle Addict Radio, the cure for the Common Wrestling Podcast. 
And we are back, ladies and gentlemen, Kings of the Rings podcast exclusively here on WrestleAddict Radio. Shout out to my friend Rachel, and apparently her nursing study group is listening to or listening or watching us right now on a live stream. So I don't know why you guys are studying and then listening to us talk about wrestling. Like, I don't know how nursing and wrestling kind of coincide, but thank you. I appreciate it. Um, So, yeah, let's move on to... NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver was uh, was also this past week in wrestling. It uh, was uh, Wednesday and Thursday before Mania, and my goodness, what a show. Will, where do you want to start? 10 out of 10. This perfect 10. It was it was per- perfection. Like, uh, one thing I didn't mention about Mania, the match placement was also really good on Mania, and the match placement yes. for NXT was also Really, really good. I'm glad they switched the main event of night two to be that 45 minute hell hellscape. <laughs> good yeah, lord. Let's, let's talk about that. My goodness, what a brutal match. I have one complaint <laughs> from okay. Adam Cole and Kyle. Yeah, the finish. Um, when Adam Cole came out the top rope, why would you just lay on the chair like that, you fucking moron? <laughs> Stupid ass motherfucker! See, Braun Strowman just had a this had a match. He dedicated his match to me twice. Um, um, yeah, it's just like, why would you just lay on the chair like that? I get it's wrestling, but it just it just it was like that was stupid. Rather than that, I mean, the chair spot hurt like that. That final chair spot hurt like a mofo. Oh yeah, he was he was convulsing. It was fantastic. The spot was amazing. It's how he how they got to the spot was silly. <laughs> yeah, I, they. Did some creative. They did a lot of chain wrestling, pun intended, uh, in this match. <laughs> ah, I see you there. Yeah. All oh, the my. puns with that this week. Yeah, love them. It was great. Uh, Adam Cole and Kyle. What is it? They they went through the stage. Yeah, which was wild. And then Adam Cole like kicked out the side of the stage. <laughs> to and I'm get just... him out. <laughs> I was like, what is the stage made of? Like, who is building this? How has nobody collapsed? Light light plywood. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this was an utter insane. This is my favorite spot. Was when they were sitting on the chairs next to each other, <laughs> <laughs> like they like they went and took an actual break during the middle of the match to sit down, and then they just started hitting each other again. This was so much fun, and Kyle gets his redemption. I mean, my God, he was beating the hell up, and so was Adam Cole. So, what do you do with Adam Cole now? Is where where does Adam Cole show up? He didn't show up on Raw. He'll probably be on SmackDown on Friday. Perfect. Put him on SmackDown. Have him run wild. Yeah, have him run wild. He's not. He's not in NXT right now. Is that right, Kay? Like he's hadn't shown up. No, right now we're still at um, Santos Escobar and Kushida for the cruiserweight title. It seems. I'm, but they. But they showed a. Um, they showed like a recap of the unsanctioned match like yeah. ten minutes ago. Yeah, because that match was crazy. And what oh what tonight? Oh later Leon Ruff versus Swerve. Ooh, Ruff Ruff yeah. versus Swerve for the unseen time. Up next, um Raquel Gonzalez, it says. Oh, let's let's talk about Raquel and EO. What were your thoughts, Kay, on this? Fantastic match. It was so fucking good. Um, all the fanfare for Raquel at the end was Really pretty to watch, although Twitter's reaction was interesting. Well, we thought somebody was going to come out because it's NXT. You never no, trust a closing credit. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez is MAGA. Really? 
She's in a like a Latinos for Trump group. So, uh, so? <laughs> Twitter Lost. like was like, wow, fuck Raquel. Lost. Let her. Hey, let Raquel. Yeah. hey, hey, Twitter, be adults for five fucking minutes <laughs> and just enjoy the goddamn wrestling TV show. <laughs> She was fun, but apparently, according to uh, our Patreon member Kavita, who's in our chat, we're getting Mercedes versus Raquel as the as the next big feud. Love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Perfect. all of those words. Uh, but, uh, but Mercedes <laughs> Martinez is actually secretly a Fidel Castro enthusiast. Oh, fuck her, she's cut. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's not. Just come on, come on, take it God damn it! Oh, she, oh, even worse, she's a wasp. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, no, she's a, a masp? A masp? Masp? Mex- no. Is she Mexican? Martinez? She's Puerto Rican, I Puerto believe. Puerto Rican? Oh, she's a, a, she's a prop. A prop? <laughs> a prop. A, a, a Puerto Rican a Anglo-Saxon I, Protestant. I, I, I oh, no. <laughs> I don't like any of these words coming out of your mouth right yeah, now. I, I think we're just making up racial stereotypes at this point. Um, we shouldn't do that. I, I, I know. I'm just... I, don't know where it came from. So I actually don't just don't know what Mercedes Martinez ethnicity is. I want to say Puerto Rican. Like I I'm pretty sure on that. I could have sworn I've seen her like with a Puerto Rican hat on before. Yeah, and I feel like it's on like her trunks a lot of the time. But who knows? But then we also have Eo Sarai jumping off of a jumping off a skull. And did anybody wonder how she got up there so quickly? That was my first question. How the fuck did how? she get up there? <laughs> is it was there like an elevator? <laughs> a lift? Like even elevator, like all the all the people that they just signed her in the back of like <laughs> the skull. And a, a human, human pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she got up there quick, but ha- shouts out to Eos Rye. She's had a great run. She lost. She should show up somewhere. Who knows? But this is Raquel's time. Magger or not, we're getting Raquel versus Mercedes. Stairs? Was it really stairs, Mr. Fritz? How do you know these things? It's a, a that's a tall ass staircase. Yeah, and this was a, a right ladder. Ran up them. <laughs> that was a tall ass chop. Walter versus Champa. Wow. <laughs> I've been very critical of Walter matches. At least from what I've seen, they bore the fuck out of me. This match was. I'm, I'm on the I'm on the board. I'm on the train, dude. I'm on the Walter train. This was outstanding. That, that first chop. Again, when he was running, he was uh, doing the ricochet off the ropes. Yeah, I was like, "Oh my lord, here we go!" And then, and then, Kay, he almost he broke he broke the announce table in half. That match gave me goosebumps. I couldn't breathe. <laughs> Walter, honestly, like was you almost my the man. Yeah, we share a birthday. Wow! Um, wow! Really? Yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> I learned that last year on my birthday, but I, he, he was like one of my MVPs from Mania week. Cause yeah, me too. He, he had two phenomenal matches this week and I'm curious who's going to take the title off of him. Honestly, even if it's a one-off, give me Walter versus Roman. Do Ooh. something funky like that. You know, that would be awesome. But what do you do with Chompa now? Does Chompa go anywhere? Like, Chompa's been chopped out of existence right now. But who knows? Chompa will Mr. show up in a few weeks somewhere. And apparently Mr. Fretch shares <laughs> a birthday with John Cena. Too bad you can never see him for his birthday. Thank you. Thank you, Will. I appreciate that. Got you. I got you, fam. Hey, I love it. I love it. Imperium's a thing. They're in NXT <gasps> now. 
And then we also have Patel. What's going on, Jobber Tears Podcast? About time you guys showed up to a stream. <laughs> um, but anywho, we have Finn Balor versus Karrion Cross, which wasn't the main event. Thank God. Oh, no, it was. Yeah, it wasn't the main event, but they put on a main event style match. And it's weird, Will, because with Karrion Cross, um, a lot of times you see him, he's kind of boring because he doesn't have a good partner to go with. And Finn just has the perfect style for him. And yeah. I think it worked well. I agree. Um, he was pretty solid. You know, his entrance, yeah. his entrance was the exact same you see every week, so nothing special there. Um, and he didn't hurt his shoulder, so yeah. gold, gold star for Kay. I thought Fox. we were, I thought we were gonna get Demon Finn based on that fucking package. I, for a second, I did yeah. too, but I was like, now nah, they gotta yeah. build up to it. Yeah, I'm like, They're, you're gonna get Demon Finn when he returns to Raw or SmackDown. Crowd. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll build up to that. They won't bring Demon Finn back at NXT, although they should because that's when they actually use the Demon correctly. Mm-hmm. Who knows? So, Cross is finally champion, and he's going to actually have a longer reign than he did the last time, judging just by the amount of time that he's held the title so far. Yeah, it's already longer. Yeah. Yeah, Finn did carry him. <clears throat> whoa, whoa, whoa. Fretz is saying NXT had a big moment. Let's... Tell me what's going on, Fretz, as we continue and talk about this ladder match between uh, Evil Finn, um, Jordan Devlin, and Santos Escobar. And sexier Finn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, Finn's oh, on. shit. Uh-oh. And new. People are going and nuts, new. right? Can't just bros. And new what? And new Cruiserweight champion. Really? Yeah, boo. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, and we're on the Cruiserweight title match. Oh, that, 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 that makes this live match inst- instantly less cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Wow. Wow, really? I a, mean, this match, match. match. It was a great ladder match. It was a great ladder match. He's like this, rolling around oh. on the floor. What, Kushida's rolling around on yeah. the floor? Why? Oh, here's Champa with Thatcher. Because he's sad he has to go to 205 Live now. <laughs> I, want to go to yeah. <laughs> I thought you said I was getting pushed. <laughs> See, in Japanese, well, 205 means Monday Night Raw. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But this is good to see. I love seeing Santos Escobar with his child um, at the at the top of the ring. It was really cool. But apparently, he just lost. So everything we're talking about yeah, right now. Pissed. So you know what? Melon Boy. That's that's really disheartening, but what wasn't disheartening? We got MSK, uh, Grizzled Young Vets, and uh, uh, Legato Dem Fantasma in just a wild match. Absolutely wild. I love MSK. They finally got their uh, their titles that they were promised until one of them got injured for a little bit, but they're back. Um... And this is a great match. Kay, what did you think of what do you think of this one? Um, I'm salty my boys at the Grizzly Young Vendors didn't win, but their Certainly. time will come. They're fine. They're there for a while. Yeah. They'll win soon. But I mean, people, it was people, really, really good. I liked it. People who carried this match were freaking uh, Legato Devon Tassel. They had awesome spots. Absolutely awesome spots. And they, they kept everything going, but um but fortunately for everybody, MSK won, and this is how you rebuild their already strong tag division is on the backs of these kooky guys. And the more kooky the better. Yeah. And I hope they never change their characters. They're so, they are, they're so silly. 
like Ricky, silly Ricky, it's like if me and you were a tag team. That's like those are our personalities. <laughs> we would do our antics oh my God. all the time. It's eating popcorn all the time in front of everybody. Okay, if y'all are MSK, who on NXT am I? If if we are MSK, then who are you? All right, so look, we're gonna bring this up to our to our listeners and our viewers right now. If K <sighs> if K was on NXT and Will and I are already you know MS. what? You're you're that 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 demon from a thousand years ago who is has Boa by the balls and oh, uh, and Zia oh, Lee. Tiensha. Yeah, that's Kay Murphy. You, you think I'm the crypt keeper? Great. Yep. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of messed up. <laughs> it's first wow. Of, first of I don't like of any of that. <laughs> wow. Hey, you're in control. Yeah, you you're in control of the faction. You torture people. What's not to love? <laughs> Who do I and torture? You, you torture Zia Lee and Boa. Yeah, you give you, you make Boa believe he's gonna get in the ring. You, at one you, point are, you give Braun Strowman something to fight for. You're a bully. <laughs> <laughs> you call people stupid all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I don't know. I don't want to call you Drake. I am not Maverick, a bully. Well, you do have a Drake Maverick uh personality. I do have a Drake Maverick personality. We just need to find your Killian Dane. Kay Shafi. So, Somebody get Kay a tank. Don't, don't. In, really, Kavita? You're going to give the tank away? Kavita wants a tank. I know this for a fact. Maybe. You, get, you know what you should get me? You remember those from the 90s? Those, like, Barbie Jeeps you could drive around? Yeah. Yeah. That. <laughs> you, I, I'll put it this way. Kay, you are Shotzi and Kavita's Ember Moon. Everybody wins. Yay. Oh, good question as we move along, because apparently Pete Dunne and Kushida mean nothing since Kushida just won the Cruiserweight title. Um, how does everybody feel about wrestling five days a week? Well, we're going to talk about that at the end, Jobber Tears, because we have a very special announcement about that. Uh, but before we get to that, Will, Bronson Reed, thick boy season, is in effect until he lost to Johnny. I was so close to being 100% right. and uh, hey, really? Yeah, remember last week I said he's going to surprise win, they're going to build him, give him mm-hmm. the title for a big push? I mean, yeah. they've been building him slowly in the background for the past few months, and then they just didn't pull the trigger, which is surprising. I mean, what else does Johnny have to do? Nothing. Like him having his belt Nothing. doesn't help it. It doesn't. It doesn't matter that he has the belt. He's 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 forever over. It doesn't matter what he does. Yeah, he's he. He makes sure that all, that Austin Theory doesn't get in trouble again. Yeah, that's that's, that's what the way is all about. Yeah, he's here to make sure Theory doesn't get in trouble again. And then we had the tag match, speaking of Shotzi and Ember. Where does anybody know if Shotzi actually got a concussion? She, from what I heard, she didn't. But her dad passed away. I, I heard. I did hear about her dad passed away. Was it? It was after this takeover performance mm-hmm. on Saturday, I believe. Yeah. Uh, which is a shame, but I mean, it looked like after the match, like Shachi was totally out of it. But they put on a fun, entertaining match. They the, retained. What was the spot? Heard that? I don't remember the spot where she could have gotten concussed. She did a, a Tobe Suicida uh, to the outside. Oh, and I and think they, her and head. They, and they out. didn't catch her. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I was watching. I was like, oh, they didn't catch her. Yeah. And I was like, Amber was like, oh, yeah. they caught her. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's why I thought she lost it. But she finished out the match. I mean, even in this photo here, it looks like she's kind of out of it. But they won, and it is what it is. And already the NXT women's tag titles are better than the main roster titles. Uh, but even as here, it may, here. TakeOver Stand and Deliver is over. We're going to crown this right now after watching uh, the entire event. 
Uh, but condolences to her father. That's right, Chopper Tears. Cameron Murphy, what are you what are you ranking this pay-per-view? Will's already giving it a 10. We already know that. 10. Are giving it a 10? 10. 10. It's fucking uh, perfect. Oh, you're the pinnacle, K. Murphy. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give this... T- 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 I don't know if I'd give this a perfect 10. But it's better than Mania. Uh, just because their placement was a little bit better. And it seemed like their matches were a little bit more consistent. So I'm going to give it... I gave Mania 8.5. I'm going to give this one a 9.5. Yeah, we're going to give this a 9.5. So let's move on to... to uh, as we start to close the show, our match of the week, where we talk about our favorite matches that we had this week. It was obviously WrestleMania week and TakeOver week. So our first match of the week comes from Kay Murphy, and it's from NXT UK The Prelude. Um, my match of the week is Walter versus Rampage Brown. Okay, so Walter and Chompa slapped. This match was better. Like, come at me. This match was better. I'm Walter very intrigued almost, by this day. Walter almost dropped the title. No it way. was, yeah. It was meat slapping. Majesty. We it can, is we, the, well, it you're going to need to. Like, if I had to rate this. Like, I'll mark the audio. one to five yeah. <laughs> I need you to mark the audio casing meat slapping majesty and then just have that as, like, an audio thing. I'll, I'll, oh, like that, an audio I'll, I'll, I'll my audio. I thought I, like, froze or something. No, no, no. It's meat slapping oh. majesty. That's a great line. We're going to hold on, hold on to that one forever. Okay, but if I had to rate this one to five meats, it would be, like, ten meats. <laughs> it would be ten meats. It would be a track in meat. My, <laughs> In my head, I'm seeing animated like hams, like you would see on like like what Scooby Doo would eat. Yeah. Oh, I know. Weren't they steaks or were they hams? I've seen them eat a ham sometimes. Both. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes cotton candy, you know. Scooby. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we stop doing cartoon sounds. Will your match of the week actually like soing Scoob? I think I gotta go with the WrestleMania main event. I mean, as it <laughs> as it as it should be. I mean, the WrestleMania main event should be a match of the year every year. Um, in this yes. case, one of the two main events, and this one was was, was phenomenal. Uh, that it was it was creative. It was a triple threat. You know, even though it had Daniel Bryan. Um, <laughs> but it was it, the the buildup was eh. It, it picked up towards the end. Like as soon as Fastlane ended, it kind of started to pick up. Um, yeah. but it was just like it would have been it would have been better and a better all time if they had a better build. But for the match being what it what it was, great storytelling, great spots, and a great finish. No complaints yeah. to me. Absolutely. My match of the week, if you guys didn't know I'm a Sasha Mark, it was gonna be Sasha versus Bianca. Uh the match was phenomenal. It was historic two black women main eventing a WrestleMania ever that first WrestleMania uh that two black women main evented. Uh, in a WrestleMania, which Michael Cole made very clear. It's the one thing that he didn't botch during that match. Um, and besides, the f- besides you know, that whole history-making thing in and of itself, it was just genuinely a really good match. And as much as I wanted Sasha to win, Bianca was the right person to win, uh, especially because it's what you do in wrestling. You put other people over. You make them stars. That's how wrestling continues in perpetuity. You know, it reminded me of a story that Randy Orton said when he was on Broken Skull Sessions, where Vince got mad at Taker um, because Taker was letting Randy get in a lot of moves and, like, what was supposed to be a squash match. And Taker rebuttaled him. He's like, well, no, this is what we do. We get people over, right? Like, that's what we do. We're going to give this guy confidence. And Sasha 
held her own. She still got her moves in. She still looked like a star, but she had a star-making performance in making somebody else a star. And it showed how happy she was. If you saw the video when she was on the ground and she was supposed to be in pain, mm-hmm. she was she was smiling from from ear to ear. So congratulations to both of them for making history and the best women's main event because the triple threat can't hold anything. The women's triple threat from Mania at New York can't hold anything to this match. So let's move Amen. on to yeah, let's move on to our king of the night or queen of the night, the people who we thought had the best week in wrestling. And Kay Murphy, your queen of the night is obviously the EST of WWE. My girl Bianca Belair won. Um, this is a beautiful shot, by the way. I love it this. Is. Um, I feel like she. Oh, here's Ty Valkyrie on NXT. Sorry to cut myself off. It's here. Frankie Monet. Yeah, Frankie Monet, and she's got her puppy with her. Puppy! Of course. It's a dog. Here come the puppies. It's a dog. Interesting. Woof, um, I can't wait to watch this again tomorrow and hear what her music is. But um, Bianca had a such a amazing weekend. Um, her match showed so much growth from her NXT days. It was also her birthday during WrestleMania weekend, which was also like a nice it little was like Friday, right? Friday was yeah. Birthday. birthday was I think Friday. So like, what a birthday weekend to like be in a be one of the first black women to main event of WrestleMania mm-hmm. and win the day after your birthday. It's a great fucking weekend. And it, and the first event in front of a crowd in one year, one month, and one day. Something they kept saying during the whole pay-per-view. Um, <laughs> she deserves it. And, like, I hope she has a long, hefty run. She is the future of women's wrestling for sure. Definitely. And it is, it is at one more point, Bianca, it is crazy how, you know, the pa- they, they, they erased the past, like, two and a half months of terrible booking and making her a star in three seconds because mm-hmm. like as soon as she mm-hmm. won, it was like, Oh yeah, she's, she's made again. It's like when she won the rumble, it's like, Oh, she's a maid. She's a made woman again. She's that good. And to, yeah. to case point of being the future. Oh yeah. Like you're, you're seeing WWE is leaning more towards <clears throat> the other females that aren't the four horse women. No, not, I'm not even that. I'm not even talking about that. It's the, the people I'm saying the build. She's the athletic, yeah. the athletic woman, the muscular woman, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the pure athlete instead of the, the, the she's pretty, not a diva. She's not a pretty blonde, right? Yeah. Like that's the same thing with Raquel. Raquel's also the future because she's massive. She's strong as fuck. You've seen the same thing on AEW with Jade Cargill, and, and these, Rhea Ripley and Rhea. as well. Well, Rhea, Rhea Ripley as well, but she's also so fucking gorgeous. Um, that shit. But but she's still not like she's a diva. big woman. She, yeah. She, yeah. She's you only know, five seven. She gets. She she's gets. Is she really? Five, Rhea Ripley is five seven. She I carries thought she was herself. Taller. I thought she was yeah, taller she too. Ca- she carries herself like she's six foot. She's five seven. You know, they, they but they have they have that stigma of manly. I use that in air quotes. Um, yeah, and that is that is the future of women's wrestling because those are the workers. Those are they're 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 just athletically gifted and they're going to be fucking crazy. And Bianca Belair, when she first debuted in NXT, you know her in ring work has consistently gotten better. It's it's been pretty consistent, but. She has improved, but her, her skills in the mic have gotten tenfold better. Mm-hmm. So it is. They this... let her. They let her just be her natural. She's kind of a, quir- a quirky person. Yeah, and they, yeah. they and they pulled the trigger on her at the perfect time. Good. Anyway, Bad Bunny. Okay, thank you so much for stalling. <laughs> uh, so it's gonna be a little bit of a cut in the audio, but hey, 
That's what post-production editing is for. But if you were with us live, you got all of it. So, woo! All of it. Uh, I'm going to keep Bunny, it on there, yeah, too. Bad, Bad Bunny is my animal tonight. Um... Because he, he is I don't my, have a logo for Animal of the Night. He is he is my rodent of the evening. Of the rabbits aren't rodents. What, what, what rabbits kind of, are not mar, rodents at all. Marsup- marsupials? No, I don't know. Don't tell Kavita about you called a rabbit a rodent. <laughs> Fuck them, they're rodents. He's my rodent of the rodents. night. Uh, bad boy. Uh-oh, I hit a button. <laughs> that was a button on my keyboard. Oh, fuck. I don't know why Windows Office is open. I don't even have Office on this computer. But that's all right. Um, anyway, it, it got that happening because I was going to make a joke I shouldn't have made anyway. But yeah, Bad Bunny is the king of the night for his performance. It was outstanding. Moving on. What we got? What we got next? <laughs> fuck me. just threatening to kick your ass. Anywho, my queen of the night is obviously Sasha Banks uh, and arguably the greatest... Uh, the greatest female wrestler of all time at this point in her career. It yeah. is very arguable. Yeah, the comparison uh, to Shawn Michaels is great because he didn't win a WrestleMania either. A lot of people have lose. A lot of your great wrestlers, besides like the Undertaker, have losing records at Mania. Think Triple H, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, you know. So, but it's the fact that she is able. She's very AJ Styles esque, but I think probably more creative in her in ring psychology and the way that she puts matches together. She is just able to work with almost any person in any style. Just look at the people she's had major matches with. The Ronda match that she had at Rumble shouldn't have been as good as it was, with Ronda being that new. You know, she obviously had good work with Charlotte. She went down to NXT and worked with EO. Um, she just has range and she makes all of her opponents look good against her. Yeah, she's the best. Yeah, she she is the best. The, the Charlotte nonsense is, is let's just get out of here. So now that we've kind of semi predicted the future, uh, we are going to go into this final segment we have called Future Shock, which we debuted last week, where we try to figure out what the major headline is going to be going into next week's show, and that is an e- that is even a Future Shock in and of itself. So, Kay Murphy, what is going to be the biggest thing going on in wrestling by this time next week? Eva Marie's going to be back. Um, you can never use this again, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean I can never use this again? You you can't be like you can't you can't be like you can't be like every week. It's like oh, Eva Marie's coming back this week. I don't like, think I... Eva Marie is coming back every week, but I can predict Eva Marie coming back for big things. Right now, we're in the post mania hype, so if Eva Marie doesn't come back now, I'm going to start suspecting her going to returning around SummerSlam. She's going to come back for a big four because she's a special star that deserves the best. We've lost all of our viewers. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody's um, on all... scratch. <laughs> I didn't book Goldberg this week, so there's that. That's very true. That's very true. Well, what's your big what's your big future headline? In reality, I don't think this has any chance of happening, but I'm being hopeful here. Um, within the next six weeks, NXT is going to surpass Raw in ratings. Ooh, I, that's a bold prediction. Because Raw is such Raw is such shit. Now, with with Kate is telling us that Rhea Ripley and Bianca came out on NXT, like that is shit. You want a post Mania card? Like yeah. this is something you have a WrestleMania. Fans like new fans are watching. Casual fans are watching. Hopefully, they continue over to Monday Night Raw, and that's a show you put on. Great. See you at Rumble. Survivor Series. SummerSlam. Or SummerSlam as well. Maybe. Or even Money in the Bank. But 
are we gonna st- are we gonna start shifting to stop caring about the Raw after Mania and start focusing on the NXT after Mania? Because I'm watching this shit on mute, but this shit is slapping. Also, you know, also a reason why NXT was a perfect ten for me is because the build was so fucking good. You were the ex- builds were great. You were excited going in, and you were more excited going out. WrestleMania, I wasn't excited going in, and I was happy going out. Yeah. Like, I think that's half the reason I rated Mania so high is because I went in with, like, minimal expectations. I was more excited to fuck around. Yeah, so I had such a good time, and, like, so many matches were just very good, and nothing was really bad except for fucking Hulk Hogan dressed as a pirate, but (laughs) you win some, you lose some. And Titus didn't even slide once, which I thought was a disappointment. Yeah, him and and Titus literally added nothing to WrestleMania. It's not not a goddamn thing. They might as well not have been there. They didn't do anything. Who debuts next week, so right? So talk to me. Talk to me about it on in the in the chat, friends. Uh, my by future shock is actually has to do with us, and so I can guarantee that next week we're moving to Wednesdays. So our show is moving to Wednesday nights instead of Tuesday nights because NXT just happened. Um, so that's our that's my guaranteed prediction. That's not even a prediction. That's a spoiler alert. So the next time you see us live will actually be Wednesday night at 8 p.m. because we decided we were going to go up against um, AEW because we're going to call ourselves with WEA. And I think that's the perfect title for next week's show. I want it to be Wacky Wednesday, but that's okay. I actually do like Wacky Wednesday. We can do like silly hats only and do different you themes. You could do WEA. Wacky. Wacky Wednesday. Oh, w- the WEA presents Wacky Wednesday. Wednesday. Yes. The, only, the only Dr. Seuss yes. book that hasn't been canceled. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Roderick Strong just quit NXT. That's crazy. Um, Great. So... Now, now, now I don't have to watch it. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ricky, you I might want to put NXT on because Swerve and Leon's about to start. I will do that in a second, but yes, we are going to be moving to we are going to be moving to Wednesdays, and it's going to be Wacky Wednesday. Now I got to find a really wacky hat to wear for Wacky Wednesday because we got to do it, and we're going to do it big because we are. Oh, gonna... are we dressing silly? On, are we going to dress wacky on Wednesday? We just named our new show Wacky Wednesday, so yes, we have to dress I'm silly. I'm just going to buy a speedo, and you guys are just going to enjoy. <laughs> We're gonna get flagged on Twitch. Nah, dude, you can't, you can't, really, you, can't really, you can't really see the bottom half anyway. So it's just gonna be, it's gonna be straight nips. Yeah. <laughs> this is the perfect time for you to do like a Cameron Grimes cosplay. Oh my god, oh, totally. No. I, I, don't, I don't have any chest hair though. Like my body is just like, hey, Will, no chest hair. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. I'm, what I'm, the draw? Especially with, with the light You're in this room. You're paler than me. Well, I'm not. It's not. It's not that. It's just the lighting on the camera just makes everything. Like I'm overexposed. It's kind of a problem. I'm not, but I am a. I am a pasty <laughs> white motherfucker. I can tell you that much. Me and Seamus would be yeah, great you, friends. You are pasty. So the next time you see those folks again, we will be on. We'll be on Wednesday, wacky Wednesday. Bring your silly hats. Bring your kooky ideas. It is probably going to be a crazy, crazy debut on Wednesday night. We will still have our audio on Thursday, uh, but our show will just move over to Wednesday. So our turnaround is going to be really, really quick. But until next week, uh, well, give us some outro music. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Not, not this week. Not this week. <laughs> oh. I'm on my own, against the wall. The pressure's building, but no, I will never fall. <laughs> Instead of crying, they hear me roar. And- oh, ladies.
ladies and gentlemen, this has been Kings of the Rings podcast, episode number 244, the Mania Drip, our post-WrestleMania and TakeOver show. What a wild time we had. Uh, we will be back next week, obviously on Wednesday, for our first ever Wacky Wednesday live show. Of course, you can find me at Ambassador Biggs across all social media outlets, B-I-G-Z, Ambassador Biggs. Find Kings of the Rings podcast at K-O-T-R underscore podcast on Twitter, on Instagram. Like, share, subscribe, leave us five-star reviews. Listen to us on places like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, by subscribing to Wrestle Addict Radio and follow Wrestle Addict Radio on Twitter at Addict underscore Wrestle and Wrestle Addict Radio on Facebook and Instagram. Be sure to check out some of our brand new merch that's coming out soon. Uh, be sure to check out some of our other uh, podcasts on WrestleMania Radio, including Fretzelmania, The Young Lions Perspective, and The Return of the Light Show. Welcome back, man. All of our stuff is in, the, uh, is in the links below in all of our videos and all of our audio stuff. Shout out to our Patreon members, Kavita, Mr. Fretz, uh, joining us, and the Jobber Tears. And thank you for Kafer for showing up as well. Uh, so shout out to all you guys. We will be back next Wednesday. We'll tear a shot. Hopefully your computer's fixed by that. No, my, my computer's have an issue. It's like I unplugged the mixer, and you know, when that happens, yeah, we start arguing yeah. because it takes up a lot of bandwidth, and Baba Booey <laughs> debuted, and what the fuck you gonna do? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm Will Tarashuk. If you don't know my shit by now, then show, show yourself the door, please. Um, <laughs> Kate Murphy, I love you. I love you so much. Um, I have some stuff coming out very soon, so keep... Keep an eye out. Um, check out last week's episode of The Delight Show where I took over. We did the Gift of Podcast, so check that out. You can find me across all social media platforms at the K Murphy, T-H-E-K-A-E Murphy. That's right, that's right. So again, folks, when we come back on Wednesday, we're going to get really wacky, talk about everything that happened in NXT that we kind of just spoiled on this episode, and we'll see what happened with SmackDown after Mania. And if Raw is in any way shape or form entertaining but until then folks goodbye good night we'll see you next week and uh fuck you slack he didn't even show up fuck you slack what an asshole see you folks instead of crying they hear me roar and now i see that i'm way better than before i never needed you at all